Hey ladies, welcome back to the show. I am your host, Trisha Stefankovitz, registered dietitian, nutritionist. So the last couple weeks, as we head into the summer months, we've been talking about trying to gain acceptance and self-love when it comes to our body. And so last week we talked about the whole body positivity and body neutral movement, just kind of defining what they were and trying to figure out where, if there's a way that you could kind of land somewhere in the middle in terms of taking the first step in um, establishing love for your body. And then prior to that, we talked about some of the myths that we tell ourselves when it comes to our bodies. And so because we've talked about those and we are in the middle of this like body series, I wanted to talk today about what you can do to start loving your body today. Some of the first steps that you can take in that journey towards self and body love. First, I want to make the case for you about why why it's important to make this step that you want to go towards loving yourself a little bit more than maybe you do today. A lot of us do this thing, myself included, where we criticize ourselves. We deny our body of love. We perhaps even um, we punish ourselves by doing different things. Um, I think we also do this thing where we hold off on when committing to love ourselves. So we set this expectation that might be really high and we say, okay, we are not going to truly like commit to loving ourselves until we get to such and such weight or until we're able to move this much or maybe until, you know, our stomach is flatter. But what happens is, is that our body is, it's, it's so dynamic and our weights and just our appearance is going to change based on life experiences, different phases that we may be going through, and just overall the aging process. So if we're always waiting to get to this like high standard before we love ourselves, then what happens if we only achieve that goal temporarily, if it takes us 30 years to get there, or if we never get there, does that then mean that we never get to this place where we feel like we are worthy or enough or deserving to love ourselves? Research shows that many people try to do diets to get to a place that they want to be when it comes to their weight, but the failure rate is as high as 95%. So what would happen, again, if you never get to the place that you get to be the goal weight that you desire if you're waiting all that time to love yourself? We get into this cycle where we punish ourselves because of what, you know, all these things that we tell ourselves based on our appearance and based on, I think for women, it's a lot of shame when it comes to our weight. And we get into this like cycle of like restricting overeating and then we do it over and over again with no end in sight. And I think that it leads to a lot of people, a lot of women in particular, but I'm sure men too, feeling like they are a prisoner to their body, to the thoughts they have about it and the way that they feel as they're moving through space in their bodies. And so I think when we talked about this way that we punish ourselves, we do it in in lots of different ways. So we punish ourselves for what we look like based on, you know, 
whatever it is, whatever it is that you don't like about yourself or that you criticize about yourself or whatever that negative self-talk that you're doing with something in regards to your appearance. And so what happens is, is we punish ourselves by doing things like having shame in what our body looks like, um, having no self-confidence, having this idea that we don't trust ourselves enough. So we're talking about a lot of times doing intuitive eating. So having this place that you can get to a space that you can um, feel hunger and satiety cues. It's very hard to do that if you are disconnected or shaming yourself because it's very hard to trust yourself in those moments. I think what also happens when we are punishing ourselves is that we we're eating too much or we don't eat enough and maybe there's some disordered eating that happens. We're working out too much or not enough and we might be sleeping and stressing too much or not enough. We, we, we disconnect and we, com- we, we compartmentalize our bodies and we, I think we look at our body in like pieces or body parts and not the entire picture And we pick out these like imperfections about what we don't like and we focus on them and we spend so much time thinking about them instead of doing all of the things that we love and that we want to be doing. So how long are you going to struggle by punishing yourself and feeling like your body has failed you in some way or engaging in negative self-talk? We're believing this idea that somehow thinness is is worthy and anything anything different than that is not. And so that's what I want to talk about today is just really trying to get to this place that you can start focusing on loving yourself and your body today so that you don't have to wait to get to your goal before you decide to love yourself. It doesn't mean that you know, when I talk about this, it doesn't mean that I'm in a place that I'm saying, give up, don't do anything, just accept yourself. What I'm saying is, is that, and like anything, I think a lot of people spend a lot of time doing this physical work and, you know, maybe you'll work out and you'll eat healthy, but there's a lot of mental stuff that goes into this that nobody really talks about. Or I, I think we're all running from our emotions. And so it's very hard to kind of get to that place that you make a decision and you identify what that thought is. So it's not that I want you to, you know, really focus on those things, but I just want you to see if you can do something different today that maybe will help you get to a place that you take one step closer into having this idea that maybe self-love is possible. And like anything, like, you're not going to probably just wake up one day and all of a sudden magically love yourself. It takes it takes knowing that you're having the negative self-talks and it takes it takes some thought and consistency in trying to get to a place that you can change it. So, how can you get to a place where you can start to love your body and what is stopping you? Well, for many of us, it's it might be disgust. I mean, I've definitely had that where you wake up one day and you say, oh my gosh, how the hell did I get to this place? What the fuck? And so that's one of them, right? Maybe you have shame and embarrassment by how you look right now. Maybe you are somebody who is just in survival mode and hell, have I not been there, been there right with you? 
where having this idea of self-love and taking care of yourself just isn't a priority because the world is falling down around you. Or maybe it just feels too daunting because you haven't put yourself first or done anything for yourself in so many years that to now make that effort feels like something that's insurmountable to you. So let's, regardless of any of the things that you're thinking, let's kind of start thinking about some ways, some practical ways that you can really start to love your body. So the first thing I would say, and I'm going to talk about, there's, there's five things here. And again, like all of these things, like you don't have to do any of these things. I just want you to just make some kind of effort or just have a thought about that there's maybe a desire there when it comes to deciding to love yourself. Some things may seem silly to you. Some things, you know, maybe you want to do. Um, maybe all the things you want to do or maybe none of it. But it's just to get you to a place. Maybe you're somebody even who like has some self-love but you're still working on it. And maybe you're in a place that you haven't even started. So there's different things here for for everybody so that you can kind of just get into a place that you can start moving towards having some kind of acceptance or some kind of like at least like when it comes to your body. So the first thing is to make a decision that something will be different. When we talk about this whole body positivity versus body neutrality movement, for some people, you know, I think they are already on a path of being like, okay, I love myself. And they may, it might be easier for them to, to get to this place that they're having some body positivity. But body neutrality, I feel like, is a, is a way that you can start. And body neutrality just basically means that you may not love your body all of the time, but you can accept it and feel neutral about it. And so it's this middle ground between um, body positivity or body negativity. So looking at it like on a continuum and on the one on the left side having body positivity, on the right side having body negativity, and then in the middle is body neutrality. So, you know, if you are in a place that you're feeling so terrible and so disconnected from your body, then perhaps start with this idea of body neutrality. And so that's just the idea, again, that you can, you may not like everything that you see in your body, but you can accept that it's your body. So that's the first thing I would say. And by the way, you can look into the whole body neutrality movement. Um, I, and you can look at the podcast episode from last week if you want to dig deeper into that. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is your thoughts, right? So we do this, that we have all these thoughts that we have, and we focus on all these negative things about our bodies, right? We focus on, oh, I hate my body, and we focus on all of the things that's wrong with it. And by doing that, we are basically focusing on all the negative things and all of our energy focuses on all the negative stuff. And by doing that, I think we forget all the good things that our body is able to do for us as well. And so, you know, maybe trying to reframe the idea that instead of having all these negative things that you're saying about yourself, perhaps getting to a place that you can say things that are positive, having some kind of reframing. And so if we're able to start focusing on the positive thoughts, and then we're starting to create, and like I feel like once we, if you focus on something positive and then you say it over and over again, you kind of start to believe it a little bit. 
And that's the goal. The goal is that you can create the thoughts, which is then going to create the belief. So reframing how you talk to yourself and the thoughts that you think about yourself. So instead of saying to yourself, I hate my body, maybe try something like my body deserves love. So that's not saying, oh, I love my body 100%, but it's moving to this place of being more neutral. My body deserves love. Or maybe you say something like, this is where I'm at right now, and that's okay, right? So it's not getting, so you're not at this place where maybe you're doing all this negative, horrible self-talk, and then all of a sudden you have to just snap into a place that you're positive. You're, you're kind of moving down the continuum that you're moving a little bit closer to acceptance. Other things you can think about in talking to your body is saying something like, I am grateful for my body because look at all that you've been able to do and the physical things that you've been able to do in your life because of your body. I saw this quote recently about plants and it was basically this idea of like um, that you speak kindly to plants and it helps them grow. And so the quote kind of ended up going on and talking about imagine if we were able to talk to our bodies and ourselves in that way. So it's kind of the same, it's kind of the same idea, but this is going to the thoughts of it, the things that you think about yourself, and then eventually the beliefs that you have in yourself as well. Because I want to remind you that like how you talk to your body, it's a choice. We get so trapped into this idea of like what we've always been told or what we always believed. And just because we believed it in the past doesn't even mean that it's true. But maybe we've been carrying it around for so long that it feels true. So maybe do something different or have a different thought. Because you can reframe how you speak to yourself about your body or about anything at any time. It's a choice that you have to make. And so I want to remind you that like you can change the focus by your thoughts and the beliefs that you have, you can change it from body punishment to maybe kind of moving in the direction of having some kind of body love, or at the very minimum, having some kind of kindness to your body. And reminding you too, like, you can talk to yourself and you can talk to your body like you would your friend. I know I've said, I've talked about this on here, that I've said terrible things about my body, or I don't even say it out loud, I just think it. And yet when I see other people and I counsel women and they're saying it out loud, I'm always like, oh my gosh, you're so, you're so mean about your body, but yet I do the same thing. So it's kind of on that line of just trying to figure out and plant the seeds and plant the love there of saying something so small to yourself that you can start today. And then just repeating that thought over and over again until it becomes something that you really start to believe about yourself. Because like anything, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen just because you say it. It's going to happen because you're repeating it and doing it over and over again. And so, you know, having this idea that it's your choice, that you can change that, I think is really empowering. So that's the second thing. Third thing is taking care of your physical body. So we start to notice like how you feed your body, how you hydrate your body, how you move it, how you love it, how you enjoy it. Are you doing any of those things? 
Are you eating for fuel? Are you eating because you're punishing yourself? Are you working out for strength? Or are you working out because you ate too many calories? Really get to this place that you can start to take care of what your physical body is. I think that's like a really big thing is that we are like so disconnected and we treat our body as like, or we treat parts of our body as like a separate entity instead of one person. And in doing that, I think it just kind of separates us and compartmentalizes us and allows us to continue this idea that we don't love love ourselves. And so if we're able to really like think of it as one thing and one entity, then I think it's probably a lot easier than to talk to yourself kindly because you can see all of the things that you perceive as weaknesses and then you can also see some of the things that you see as a strength and perhaps that can then especially focusing on the strengths, can really um, put you in the direction that you can really start to love yourself instead of feeling like you need to punish it. And when we talk about like movement, it's talking about movement in an effort to reconnect with your body. And by doing that, it helps everything. It helps manage stress and it helps manage any of the negative feelings that you may be having. And by the way, caring for your physical body, and that's, again, like feeding it, hydrating it, moving it, loving it, enjoying it, all of those things are the best way that you can do to show it that you love it. So that's the third thing is taking care of your physical body, really trying to figure out what it is you're eating, what it is you're hydrating, how you're working out, things like that, and getting to a place that it doesn't feel like a punishment to you. Um, Because again, remember we talk about on here all the time, like, we don't talk about like dieting. We talk about what you can do to have a life that you want. And you want it to be something that is like the way you're eating. You want to do it that's something it's in moderation and makes you feel good and makes you feel like you have a lot of energy. And with working out, it's the same thing. Doing things that you like, feeling like you feel good because your body is moving and it's getting stronger. And that it's help managing stress and it's helping you sleep better so that you have this overall picture that you feel better when it comes to your health. And then that's gonna also get you to a place that you can manage any of those negative thoughts that you have and you can start to work towards having this idea of being either neutral to your body or even perhaps getting to a place that you start to love it more than you do today. The fourth thing is something that I think is really important is focusing on what your body can do, not what it can't do. So we so easily get caught up on this idea of my body can't do this, my body can't do that. And then when we do that, it just continues this cycle of like punishing yourself and not giving yourself the body love that it deserves and having this ideal standard and perfectionism when it comes to your body. And so it ends up a lot of times like, you know, getting, I think it impedes you from getting to a place that you can really start to love yourself. But if you start to focus on what you can do and what you're grateful for with your body and how your body moves and the things that you're able to achieve, then your focus becomes your reality. So it's, it's so different, you know, for instance, for me, like, I I can't walk that great because my hip is still bothering me five years after I had my baby who isn't a baby anymore. 
And so, like, if I'm constantly, and believe me, it's very easy for me, like, shit, I can't do this, I can't do that. But if I stay in that place, then then it just feels so hopeless, and there's no movement, and there's no growth. And so perhaps you're doing something like that. And again, it's, it's very easy to stay in this place that I can focus on the negative stuff that I can't do. But ultimately, if you want your life to be different, then you have to think about it differently, and you have to you know, concentrate on what your body can do and the things that it has done in the past and to have some appreciation for it because that's going to be the way that you're going to be able to move forward and get you to a place that you start to accept who you are and what your body is able to do. And lastly, the fifth one is having some kind of gratitude and appreciation when it comes to your body. Now, this may be like woo-woo for people, but um, I think mirror work, mirror work is pretty important. I think it, it works. So that's like, you know, looking in your mirror and looking at the thing that you don't like, you know, the most. So maybe it's your thighs and saying, oh, my thighs, you're so strong. And doing things like that that are going to feel so silly at the beginning. But if you keep doing them, you start to believe them. Or at the very minimum, it takes away the like shame of what it looks like because you're normalizing it and connecting with your body. Other things that that work are doing like post-it notes or self-affirmations about your body um, all around your mirror. I think that's really helpful. Um, I have my mirror in my bathroom that I won't criticize myself and I have these affirmations about my body that I repeat. And so it's like anything. It's just like, you know, it's just this idea that you're putting something into your head that's positive about your body instead of reinforcing the negative that I know a lot of us have been doing for a very, very long time. So this idea of challenging and repeating the positive thoughts over and over again so that you can start to diminish the negative thoughts that you have. When it comes to achieving this um, idea of, of and the journey of acceptance for your body, Everybody is going to have an an individualized path to self-love. It's a journey that, you know, consistency is going to count. It's going to really help. And loving your body, really getting to a place that you feel a lot of self-love, it's going to take some patience and it's going to take you getting to a place that you're able to treat your body as your friend. And so what I would say is, Take small steps every day, and by doing that, it's going to help change your thoughts. It's going to help change the beliefs that you have about your body. It's like the consistency needed is what you would do to do exercise, but instead of doing physical exercise on the outside, you're doing the mental work. And so, you know, again, it doesn't mean that you have to get to this place today that you all of a sudden love your body. But you want to be able to get to this place where you feel like you're not punishing yourself anymore. And so I want to ask you, what is the one small step that you'll do today when it comes to starting to love your body? Will you decide that maybe you can accept it for how it is? Will you decide that you are going to put a post-it note in your car or in your window or in your mirror that says something nice about your body that you can repeat it over and over again? 
are you going to say something nice about your body instead of saying something negative? What is it today that you can do? This process is a journey, um, but you've been given this beautiful gift of a body to walk through the world with. And so why waste any more time hating it and punishing it? And I really do believe that it's time to start loving it and appreciating it and caring for it because this is all you have. And why, like how much longer are we going to do it? When is there going to be an end point? So I appreciate you guys listening today. I'll probably continue doing more and more stuff about body love again because we're in the um, summer months and I know that body love is a struggle all days of the week and all months of the year, but it seems particularly painful when it comes to summer months. It's particularly challenging. So I will see you guys back here next week and I appreciate you listening. Thanks so much.